Worthless power-ups are worthless. It's like a Scottish castle fell over into a giant bowl of chili. I have liquor and no morals. Let's date. You are listening to the After the Fact Podcast. Guess who was hiding behind the door this whole time? It was me! There comes a time in a man's life... Classic gaming by geeks just like you. Isn't this whole podcast a circle jerk anyway, regardless of our opinions? Remember kids, random drops take time away from your life that you could be spending having sex. And now, your hosts, Luke Matthews. I'd put a ladder up, and then I'd climb over to a platform, and then I'd take a step, and I'd go... Andy Padel. So Leaf was having an amazing discussion, and then all of a sudden there was this horrible noise, and... (laughs) My headphones actually started to smell. And Mike Dupatrillo. Just fucking eat the goddamn jelly beans and I, turn it into Kim Kardashian. Do it live. Welcome, everybody, to episode 54 of the After the Fact podcast. I am Luke, and I am joined today by Micatron. What a time, I do. Oh, wow, that went longer than I was expecting, yeah, so I ended yeah, up interrupting yeah. the end yeah, of it. Oh, what a time. Oh, wow. Yeah. And Andy Padel. Sure. Uh, today we are talking about Rygar. Uh, we are, we've, got the, we've got a very odd mix of knowledge in this particular episode, because some of us played the arcade version, some of us played the NES version, uh, some of us at one time played the NES version but didn't this time. So we're actually going to have a pretty interesting discussion about, hopefully, about uh, about the comparison between the two. Uh, but before we uh, before we go into the main part of the episode, I will go ahead and let Micatron discuss where you can get it and when it came out. Uh, hello, 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 the game information. It was released in 1986 in the arcade in 1987 on NES. You can... Uh, get it on arcade NES SMS links and VC. Uh, I don't even know what an SMS I is. I don't even know. Sega what Master System? Oh, is that what it means? Okay. Uh, really? I've never actually heard that acronym used for, for Sega Master System. Yeah. Mainly because I, I dislike only Sega. Thing, I've only ever heard SMS I, used for, for uh, media tweets I have or ne- media texts. I have so never, heard, I'd never heard SNES used until I moved out to the West Coast. Really? That's yeah. bizarre. Everybody call it Super NES? Yeah. yeah. The, the, the more you know. Uh, VC oh, is virtual. Boo, boo, boo. Uh, y- yow. <laughs> uh, the publisher is Tecmo. Uh, aren't they dead? I hope they're dead. I'm pretty sure they're, they're dead. dead. I think they got bought out. Uh, I, I feel I like... I confuse them with Technos. Technos? Yeah, Technos is definitely dead. Yeah. That, Tecmo, yeah. the last game that I can think of they did was uh, Trapped, which is... The fourth game isn't, of isn't Tecmo Ninja Gaiden? Don't they own Ninja Gaiden? Yeah, but what, when did Ninja Gaiden two come out? I don't know, but Ninja Gaiden. Well, what did it transfer from Ninja Gaiden Sigma? Or are they are they like that's that's what I'm wondering. Like Team Ninja. I thought Team Ninja was uh, separate from Tecmo. I mean, re- regardless no, of yeah, what the company name is, it's probably not the same as its inception. You got I mean, who clearly own, not? Yeah, who owns what? You know, like, like who owns it? What is Atari now? It's like just a name. Like who? It's like basically it's just a brand. around the village. I love my Jaguar. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Aliens versus Predator. 
that, that, that was the game. I mean, that was the but, only game that you could play. But the Atari, <laughs> the Atari then is not the same horse that everybody's fucking today for the franchise name, right? Clear enough, it's just the value not. of the name that people are just like slutting around. Yeah. I mean, like many companies. Thank God we got past that fucking system, so I could stop listening to people pronounce it Jaguar. Fuck that! It's the Jaguar. God damn it! Well, yeah, yeah. Where can you get it? You get it in North America on the VC, the NES, and the Lynx, which nobody has. Christina, Christina does. <laughs> I had I had one. Yeah, but she's no more. She's been swallowed up in the abyss. Yeah. She still exists somewhere in the Technically, ether. Technically, she uh, does. Living death, I'm not sure, counts as... as she's as, a lich, whatever. Yeah. Liches love phylacteries. <laughs> <laughs> get her a phylactery. My, my phylactery brings all the liches to the yard. Yeah, liches love <laughs> Wow. Yeah, this game the game is Rygar. Rygar. And I had never played this before. You mean Ligar? Ligar. Rygar. Ligar. 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 This game was actually Ligar. <laughs> this game was actually developed by Bethesda because it's just that buggy. So uh before we before we start talking in depth about uh this uh game. Yes game uh let's discuss what we've been playing i sat at the beginning of this show trying to think desperately of what i have played in the last week and realized i have played nothing i haven't played a single video game i've done not even the uh the object of your adoration and idolatry your vita no i haven't i i, I in the last two weeks i haven't touched my vita because i've been uh <laughs> <laughs> I've got a lonely life other things to think about mm. uh no, I, it's really strange. I, I I thought that I had played some video games, but I've been doing a lot of writing. I've been preparing for Emerald City Comic Con. Uh, I really Ooh. thought you were going to say I've been, I'm preparing for the next NaNoWriMo. <laughs> <laughs> we, I'm getting ahead by 50,000 words. <laughs> right. We Cheater. have watched a shitload of movies because we just got a new receiver and put uh, a pretty badass surround system into our house, and that's kind of where I'm at. I haven't... Oh, no. I played... 45 seconds of infamous to test the uh to test our surround sound system and that's that's it that's <laughs> my entire doesn't game. count next so lightning's not coming out of the back speaker on the left <laughs> something's wrong <laughs> basically well what have you been playing i who is actually playing things yeah i've been the only person who's actually playing games right now kid icarus uprising it is awesome um it's in case you hadn't heard anything about it each stage is broken into two parts. One is an on-rail shooter, a la Sin and Punishment. Um, the other part is a sort of platformy shooter-esque zone. Star Fox Assault. Star, yeah, that, good one. <laughs> um, my The thing that I love the most about it, actually, is the difficulty. You can crank it up, and at the highest difficulty, it's really fucking hard. I yes. Mean, it is incredibly difficult. You don't have to if you just want to see the story. It's really funny too. Um, like a lot of the jokes in it, like made me chuckle. One of the very few games that I've turned the audio on for. Drucker wrote a bunch of that. He's been tweeting this sh- about that that all the time. This game that I wrote jokes for came out. Please go buy it. So hmm. interesting. By yeah. this little company named Nintendo. Yeah, uh, it's great. Um, I've probably put twenty hours into it since it came out on Friday. It's been five days. So so why is it good? I, I'm very leery of rehashed product since most companies are only doing that now. Uh, I feel like the creativity and the 
the gaming world is uh, it's I, very I wouldn't limited. Call, I wouldn't call Kid Icarus a rehash yeah. because the only thing that it shares with the original is a character. Characters. Like, okay. The style of gameplay is entirely different. They just put the Kid Icarus IP on top of... Perhaps it's the rehashing of IP is a more okay. uh, appropriate way of saying it. Yeah. Like, and nobody's willing to take a risk and like... I mean, in, in a way, it's fine, right? Because it was a big it risk, costs actually. a lot to make. Yeah, you know. I kind of think so, too. Only because the Kid Icarus has had nothing done with it for 20 years. With the exception of uh, Melee. Well, well, yeah, the... What? Melee? Wait, me- Myths uh, and Monsters? That's the Game Boy version. I was thinking of uh, Smash Brothers. Oh, oh, okay. No, I was thinking a Kid Icarus of Myths and Monsters was a Game Boy that color was like game. a year later, yeah. two years later. Why don't you fight about it? <laughs> we just did. Oh, okay. Uh, you just uh, didn't see it under the table. I oh, won. Oh, sexy. Uh, I'm not really playing video games aside from Diablo 3 over and over and over. Still? Uh, well, a month and a I half. mean, fucking... All right, nerd high five on the <laughs> podcast that nobody can see. Check. We did it. Uh, Looks next like, are podcast. Are you out of your mind? You're playing That's, the same game over and over our, again. I'm like, fuck yeah. That is our one allotment of that for this podcast, among other things. Uh... I am mostly preparing for Emerald City Comic Con, uh, but Diablo Three is—I mean, you can play Act One, Act Three, Act Two. You can on any difficulty, and essentially the same thing is the the core gameplay is the same. Grind for fucking ever, and that works in Act One, Love except it. you just don't get everything right. There's no legendaries. There's no. You don't get to use all the skills. You don't have all your levels, but in the end, it's just grinding. Your face off until you're dead. That's no, so good. It's like I a love it. stone of hate that I you're just like love it. mashing your face into. See, it doesn't. It, it doesn't bother me with Diablo because Diablo is that is that is Diablo. The the entire point of Diablo is the combat. Exactly. It is walking into something and killing everything that moves, and that's when grindy doesn't bother me. Um, when it bothers me is when they try and couch it in something else. Like when there's when there's supposedly a story and you're trying to get from point A to point B in the story and you have to walk across an expanse of open plain to get to the next part of the story and yeah. you get random battled in the ass over and over again. That's when I don't like grinding. You go in the 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 cool gameplay mechanic and you see this evolving in in each patch. They're on patch 15 now and even between patch 14 and 15, they're like. We don't want you mindlessly grinding bosses like you did in Diablo 2. We want you to go and seek out champion packs. Because those are the hardest anyway in Diablo 2. And you're like, okay, go get them. And now they're actually saying if you kill a champion pack, you get a bonus until you leave the game. And you I get a bonus? I don't need, you get a, oh, a bonus. yeah. I mean, I have a boner now, so I don't need to play the game to do that. Uh, I mean, I just... <laughs> I mean, yeah, I can flip the table right now, and I don't use, need to use my hands. Uh, Emerald City Comic Con is this weekend, and that's what I've been doing most of the for the most part. Uh, I have a show on Friday at the uh, LTD Gallery uh, or TLD. God, I mess it up every time. LTD, LTD. Limited. Uh, it, the show is called Mint Condition, and it's starting Friday in connection with Emerald City Comic Con. And there's a lot of really awesome people there for that group show. Uh, it's in walking distance if you go to Emerald City Comic Con. I will also be at booth E9 
uh, shucking my wares if you're there. Segway! Okay. We're going to be at Emerald City Comic Con. The Geekerific crew is going to be at Emerald City Comic Con at table J04. Um, I'm going to do my best to get this episode posted before the show starts so that this little bit that I'm talking about actually matters. Um, Yeah, it would be awkward. It would be a little awkward to be talking about it. Hey, Hey, just to cover our bases, Emerald City Comic Con was great. Our booth there was awesome. We met a lot of great people, did some interviews. It was great. I only killed two hookers. <laughs> so uh, we'll, be, we'll be at Table J04. We will have a rotating assortment of, of, of Geekerific crew members a on Motley hand. crew. Uh, Micatron will likely not be at the booth because he'll be at his own. Uh, I mean, I'm likely to show up. Yeah, Micatron can come visit for a little while. Um, we've got some interviews lined up that have nothing to do with this particular podcast because it's a comic book convention. So uh, we'll discuss that more on Trade Secrets. But... The important Mm. thing about this Emerald City Comic Con as opposed to last year's is there is a larger gaming presence at Emerson Comic Con. Uh, There's a LAN, which is awesome, uh, which they haven't had in previous years. What? I'm not sure why they need that at a comic convention. Well, they're kind of making it more of the actual thing that they're calling it, which is a pop culture convention, or it's something. It's not pop culture. It's not pop culture. Uh, Video games are popular, as it turns out. And uh, pop stands for popular. Yeah. Uh, Apparently, video game industry is like a $100,000 industry or something like that. Mm -hmm. They make like... Thousands of dollars <laughs> a year. Seven dollars <laughs> while we're recording this segment. Yeah. Yeah. They make more money than God. Yeah. 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 Um, that's okay. I, I I just think, I don't know, maybe maybe it is a pop culture convention. Call it something know, different. I don't know. Sodomy convention. Whatever you want to call it. Sure. Sure. Serial convention. Tw- like a Twilight convention. Whatever. I don't want to see it go down the road that San Diego went. Uh, no. S- too late. Uh, the reason San Diego Comic Con sucks is because the people who organize it are fucking idiots. That's why. Uh, no, it's because they're going for size over substance. Oh, it's ab- like, uh, yes, and there's there's nothing really that's not idiotic about that. Oh, God, closure is out on PSN. Buy it. Fortunately, people are going to other things like uh, PAX East and mm-hmm. PAX. Like other... Yeah, like PAX and See, the and people who are actually organizing that care about it not just being a fucking zoo. For the most part. Yeah, for the so most th- part. So that's the thing, that's the thing that, that also bothers me a little bit. And it's only, a, it's only a minor gripe, but we already have a big fucking gaming convention in this town. Like, the biggest gaming convention in this town. Sure. So why why try and cross over that market? Why not just fucking do your thing? Because there's still room. My there's still room for... There's still so many places for that geeks want to go. Sure. Especially in the East Coast, but like, uh, there's still a huge amount of market space for these things to happen. And you have cons popping up all the time, like Geek Girl Con, for example. There's there's a tons of chicks out there that want to go and feel. Oh come on, the, the con was awesome last year, actually. Yeah. Which con? Uh, Geek Girl Con. Sorry. Oh it was yeah, the yeah, first yeah. year it was awesome. I'm sorry, but I don't like if there was like a Geek Guy Con. Women would be up in arms. We would sure. kick it in the ass. What would happen? Sure. Yeah. Geek girl con girls like this is amazing and liberating. What an, the fuck ever? Because that's an argument that that's an argument that happens with any con, any perceived minority, right? Like I could say the same thing if 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 they make 
you know, white male con or or white guy appreciation month. I don't okay, know. Those things are going to broke on 2013. I don't That's know if you guys Bowl. have been paying attention, but the gaming industry in particular is pretty sexist. Oh, yeah. No, I, yeah. Know, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's like uh, 40% of gamers now are women. And sure. do you go to a gaming convention and see 40% women? Fuck no. Because the majority of gamers are absolute chuckle fucks. Uh-huh. And women don't want to be around them because they're horrible people. You know, that's actually a good thing. Horribly insecure people. Yes, absolutely. That's the problem. That's actually something I wanted to talk about a little bit because this is a discussion that came up today. When I was I was reading Twitter and they were talking about uh, some some random shit. Uh, oh, it was it was an article about um, about uh, geek girls, oddly enough, and and about you know how uh, it, the article was detailing what what they considered the fake geek girl. You know the 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 thing where a girl acts like she's into nerdy stuff to get attention from, from a bunch of guys, which is interesting is an interesting paradigm shift because people used to, you know, act like they were into cool stuff to get people's attention. Now they're acting like they're into nerdy stuff to get people's attention. Anyway, because that's geeks not are your boss. And that's, yeah, exactly. And that's not the point. The point of the discussion was, uh, turned to somebody uh, like several people tweeting back and forth about how they they're like I don't understand how this happens because you know all of us geeks who are into this kind of stuff uh, are you know have spent our whole lives you know I don't know shunned by by mainstream society and we're supposed to be the ones that are that are uh, accepting of everybody and that we're you know we have we're much more tolerant and all I could think when I read that was geek community has never been tolerant. Ever you like second edition D and D? Right. I'm all about the original D and D. Second edition sucks. Geeks. You guys like second and first edition D and D. It's all about the third edition. You're a bunch of pussies, right? But that's the point. Is that like I I like I to ramble. Li- I like to ramble, but I get a little aggravated when people talk about how tolerant the geek community is supposed to be, or how tolerant we all us geeks are, because we're not. Like as there is no difference in the amount of tolerance in the geek community as there is in society in general. The things that you are interested in have nothing to do with your level of acceptance of others. Um, it's If you're going to be an accepting person, you're going to be an accepting person. It doesn't really fucking matter what you're interested in. One singular subject can last quite a, f- a, a fucking long time. Why do you attack with a shield? I mean, we can it's talk n- about AIDS. It's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a shield, sir. What's it called? The the something? The I don't know. I don't know. Disc I- armor. It's called a disc, disc armor. armor. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The disc armor. We're recording pros- right now. Anyway. The Whatever. prosthetic <laughs> asshole. <laughs> is that what that is? There's a little gem in the middle. I mean, it's one of the eyes. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we're talking about Rygar now. Yeah, we're uh, talking about Rygar. For the last couple of weeks, we've been playing Rygar in various versions. I said Rygar. Rygar? Rygar? Rygar. 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 The only game where the hero and the villain have the same name. No, the hero does not have a name. If in you, the newest if, version, it's a bad translation. The hero of... It's 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 the warrior. Is the, all his name is. It's, it's like, like the warrior of ages or something. The warrior like of Argos. Because that's technically... Anyway... 
Yes, it, it's uh, so. Let's uh, let's let's rewind for a second and go, and go into a little bit about what this game is. Terrible. I don't even fucking know what this game is. Okay. But, uh, so the arcade version of this game is is a is a platform action game. Uh, that is, uh, I found out the hard way is a is a points game. It's it's not a game that you play to actually get somewhere. It's a game that you play for combos for points to, in the arcade version. In, in the that's what I said. Oh, sorry. Uh, that uh, formula changed significantly with the NES version. They turned it into an. They took the same basic concept and they turned it into an adventure platformer with RPG elements. Um, they have some action RPG elements where you got, can actually level up the strength and, and uh, hit points of your character. Uh, you can actually, you know, you, you get more powerful. The level design is better uh, because you act, there actually is level design instead of just left to right jumping on stuff. Um, I played the arcade version. The arcade version is fucking hard. Fucking hard. Now... And not, terrible. Uh, yeah. When you play it... Uh, I, mm, so when you say... I, I kind of disagree. Uh, here's my question. When you say that it's hard, is it hard because it's poorly programmed or is it actually difficult? I actually think it's actually difficult because I, I, I don't necessarily agree with Mike Catron that it's terrible. I, I don't think it's great, uh, but I think I think that... I think the controls are pretty well designed for, for the arcade version. They, the... Um, your your attacks make sense. You can jump. Your jumps. The jump is fairly forgiving in this game, actually, um, because you can control your direction in air. You can you know you can kind of control your height. Um, you have you know as you have multiple attacks that you can use. Um, I think I think that overall, from a control mechanic perspective, I actually didn't mind the arcade version. I don't know what you think, Micatron, but... So, uh, outside of controls for a second... um, The level design is awful in the arcade version. I'll give it... I mean, I shouldn't say awful. I should say non-existent. So, that's the thing that's, I think, a big difference between the arcade version and the the NES version. There was some level design in the NES version. It's interesting, and it's different, but it's very confusing. Oh, absolutely. I, I'll, I'll wholeheartedly agree there. So for to clarify something for everybody who's listening so you know what perspectives we're coming from. Thrum? Coming from. Coming from. <laughs> Hot. Uh, Micatron played just the arcade version on VC, correct? And I've never, and I've never played the NES version. Okay. Um, Andy played just the NES version. Because I'm a dumbass. Right? And I played, this time, played the arcade version, which I had never played before, but I also... Pl- have played in the past have played a shitload of of the original NES version. So that's kind of where our mindset perspective is coming from so everybody knows what we're talking about. And this is totally my fault too because off the air uh 2 weeks ago we were all having a conversation and Micatron's like let's play the arcade version of Rygar. I'm like no problem. I go home I'm like hey I've got the NES version. Awesome. Start playing that. And uh we get to today and <laughs> I'm like, so did you guys play the NES version? How'd you get it? They're like, what? No, the arcade version. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. When we talked fuck. about that today, I went and I, I went and bought the arcade. I found a place that had the arcade version, bought it, got home, didn't have any time to play it before the show. So <laughs> I have it, but but I have played a, I played a bunch of it when I was a kid. I never owned it. I rented it a lot. Excuse me. No worries. I'll, uh, I'm I'll talk burpy. for a second here about the arcade version. The arcade version, or I'm sorry, the uh, the NES version is super buggy. 
super yeah. buggy. Like game breaking bugs, like amazing game breaking bugs. Almost every single boss has a bug that you can use against the boss. That's because that's the part of the game that wasn't in the arcade version. <laughs> bosses? <laughs> there you were got, no bosses. You guys didn't I get know. to fight the totally sweet bosses? Nope. Like the turtle hydra no. thing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's, no, there's nothing of, of note. No. What in the arcade version, you, it just takes your quarters. You get to the end of a level, you grab and very sensually hump a, this like big jar, clay jar, into a room... And then there's a picture of some random martial artists on the wall, and it tells you stuff. And then you go hump another clay jar into the next part of the level. You Did you points. have like sages or the uh, the gurus? I think is what they're called. Nope. Oh my god. I mean, unless you can, unless they're in secret areas, but I don't think so. I didn't find any secret areas just when I was playing the, the arcade version. The arcade, the end of each stage is just a random like character uh-huh. or set of characters, and then you get points. And then you kind of hump the clay thing. Is there a top-down part in the... Uh, <laughs> no. no, there is not. That is that, that is solely the NES version. Now, while I haven't played the NES version of Rygar, I have watched many of the YouTube uh, bloopers, if you will, <laughs> of random bugs within the game. So if you have access to the interwobs, which you may if you're listening to After this... After the fact podcast, two percent uh, more wub-wub. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You might want to go look at the on YouTube because they're hilarious. Just random, uh, especially at the top down. That's why I mentioned it. The top down areas, uh, you just randomly die for no apparent well, reason. Like yeah. hookshot. So you, um, in the NES version, one of the things you get is that there's uh, there's grappling lines that you can yes. slide from one place to another, and you're supposed to walk directly towards them. Sometimes they just the it, game's like no, you didn't really nail that one pixel on, so uh, you're just gonna fall to your death as you walk off a ledge. Yeah, <laughs> it's phenomenally frustrating, and it's so funny because uh, like Micatron, I watched some of the YouTube videos, but I I went more for walkthroughs to remind me of the shit that I had played when I was a kid, and it's funny watching all the walkthroughs and reading the walkthroughs because they always just talk about. So when you get to this line thing, yeah, just go up around and bypass it because you don't want to even attempt it. <laughs> um, like, did they use any of the exploits? Because there's two of them that I remember from back so in the day. The one I none of the videos that I watched had any of the exploits in them, uh, and I didn't I didn't watch a lot. But I the the one you see if this is one that you remember, and then you can go to the other one. The, the only one that I ever used when I was a kid that I remember was there was a level where. You could go fight this like robot armor suit thing that was like super powerful, like way more powerful than you, but it was real easy to um, defeat. It just took a long time. Where you'd walk up, kneel, do the thing, he'd stick his arm out, and you back up and jump over his shot and then hit him more. And then you do that for half an hour or something like that, and you can basically max level oh, no, that- uh, the dude. Oh, you don't remember that? Oh, I don't that, remember that at all. I remember that one because one of my, I got the, one of the few things from my childhood that I got through the the crazy uh, the crazy kid you know cheat network was was that thing where you you go up into this stage, you fight this guy for about half an hour, and then all of a sudden you're early level in the game, but you are max power, so everything dies in one hit, and you've got like fourteen uh, health, and yeah, so good. So um, like the so I only made it three bosses in on the NES version. But two of those bosses have very, very specific like bugs that I love. So the first stage that you go to is a forest, and you fight this turtle hydra thing. And you can jump on the turtle hydra thing's back, and you're in a small one-screen room. 
and it'll eventually inch its way over to the right hand side. And if you can get it to go like one pixel too far, it'll get stuck in the, the like the wall. I remember. And this. then if it turns around, it can't shoot fireballs anymore. So you can just pretty much stand in front of it, punching it in the face until it dies. <laughs> That's the first with one. your disc armor. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's another name for a disc armor. It's called a shield. Yeah. <laughs> um, the the second boss is the spider, and it's super easy to deal with because all it does is. Um, you've got the hook shot at that point, so you can go to the top of the screen. When you hit it, it drops um, to the... F- the hook shot is a trademark of the Zelda franchise, sir. This is a grappling device. So you go to the top and you hang <laughs> out there. And I'm not sure how exactly it works, because you only have like the disc armor, and apparently you can grapple and use the disc armor at the same time. But when you hit the spider, it drops to the ground, walks to one side, goes up the side, and then comes back at you, which easily telegraphs which side it's going to come from, so you can just spam attack whichever side you want. So you go to the middle of the room, and you just beat the crap out of it. It's one of the most mundane fights I've ever had in any game. The third place that you go is one of, I think, three top-down areas that you fight. Mm-hmm. Like you know, That actually is a, a stage. And there's a boss in your room again, but since it's top down, you position yourself slightly like past him. And if you throw your weapon normally left or right, you won't hit him. However, if you jump, you dodge fireballs that go underneath you. But because you're in the air, the disc is like, uh, it's uh, up higher, so you can just jump cheesy. left and right and just beat the shit out of him. <laughs> it is fucking rad. I mean, that's those kind of things are completely classic to NES style games, yeah. right? Like uh, Blaster Master, where you kill the bosses by just hitting start. You know, you, yeah. you drop your bomb <laughs> and you just press start over and over again. <laughs> like, oh, well, kill the boss. Fuck Blaster Master. Yeah. yeah, that game. Blaster Master, Blaster, Blaster Master. That fucking... <laughs> Awesome, awesome game. (laughs) The arcade game is, I think, very bad. So, what do you? That's that's where I want to go next. What do you? What do you think of the controls in the arcade version? The controls are fine. Yeah. Okay. That good. But I'm I'm glad I'm not the only one that thought that because I, 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 I thought I when I started playing it, I was actually surprised. I was like, okay, these the jumps feel okay. The 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 attacks hit where I expect them to. Yeah, I'm. I can control my jumps enough that the platforming isn't frustrating for the most part, except when there's a billion enemies on screen. At there's once. a billion enemies on the screen. Uh, it's just. It seems like that type of arcade game where I would have walked up to it as a kid and been like, "Here's seventeen dollars." No, I would have been like, I would have put a quarter in. I would have died immediately, like I did, <laughs> you know, a week ago, and gone. All right, I'll, I'll give it another one. Put a quarter in it. Immediately die and be like, "Fuck this! I'm gonna go play Street Fighter for an hour and kill the neighborhood kids." <laughs> you know, on one quarter. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously it was before then, but uh, it's like fucking. It's not so much that it's just a quarter eater. I mean, everything there is. You know, the sound is pretty classic. Is it's. it's obnoxious which is pretty standard very for, obnoxious it's super obnoxious but standard for arcade games at the time hurt. yeah hurt. and then the hurt. Know, hurt. <laughs> every time you jump hurt. yeah that's <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> hurt. oh it was oh, more God. like the sound of me dying over <laughs> and over again <laughs> uh and was like what the fuck is going on in over there oh yeah oh, oh. i'm like fuck this <laughs> 
<laughs> fuck this shit. You're not even supposed to be here. Uh, like, seriously, I must have put in... I don't know. It was on the VC arcade, so I put in like fifty quarters. I sure. It's like super loud. That's actually the most satisfying noise in the game. I wish like your whatever asshole shield does that sound or whatever. So I put all those fucking quarters. In. <laughs> I put. I you know I'm like I do fifty blah blah blahs and. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, all right. Where's so the drop? I'm just gonna be play with Skrillex. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Skrillex, bro. Uh, uh, so I'm gonna like, oh, I'm just gonna beat this in one sitting. I'm just gonna face plow it. I'm gonna go through everything, and I just get bored. Yeah, I'm like, absolutely. There is nothing distinct about each level except the not even the enemies. Wait a second. Why do oh, I care? Slips. Uh, no, there's no palette swaps. I, there's no bosses. There's just points. And your points reset when you put in a new quarter. Yes. And it's the, just... Wait, it's, when you it's die, when right. you actually put in a new quarter, they reset? Uh, yeah, you can go through the three lives. And, and you get three lives per quarter. Okay. And if you get touched once, you're dead. You're dead. There's no, there's no life bar. There's no taking three hits anything. There's no leveling up of anything. Is it? All enemies, oh. all enemies die in one hit. Um, except for armored enemies, which there are some that you can't kill. Period. Yeah, good, um, good, good game. Yeah, <laughs> I guess they can't kill that guy. He's like rape you of your quarters. Yeah, um, and then it's from that point forward, it's just a points game, and that's all it is. You, yeah. if you put in a, if you die three times and put in a new quarter and continue, your points point count resets to zero. Now the weird thing about that is, is I, I have to wonder at some point if if it's if it's actually better. This is what I was thinking about. It, there's a time bonus, like any other game. You have 99, I think it's 99 seconds or some shit. 99.99. Or you, you have some indeterminate know. amount of time to finish a level. Um, and you get a time bonus based on how much time you have left when you've finished the level. So if you die right at the end of a level and continue, put in a new quarter and continue, as soon as you walk through the door, you get maximum time bonus, which is like 100 fucking thousand points. And I'm thinking to myself, why would anyone ever actually play the first level of this game? Because I can't imagine why you would ever... I can't imagine possibly being able to earn 100,000 points from killing enemies in the first level. Because even even when I was beating the shit out of this game, I got up to like eh, 35,000-something in the first level. So it seems to me like you waste your first quarter just to get to the end, die at the end, Dump a quarter in, continue, get your hundred thousand points. You know, do not pass go, do not collect two hundred dollars. There's a ton of people actually just doing speed runs of one quarter play through the entire game. Yeah, fuck that, fuck those guys. <laughs> There's nothing redeeming about this arcade game except that it removes your quarters from your pocket. It, um, I I disagree because I understand the appeal of point based arcade games. I understand the appeal of of you know it is it's it's a pattern based brawler so you know if you're if you just go straight through you know where the enemies are going to come you know how they're going to drop um if you walk back and forth they'll respawn and you can you can use that to your advantage to earn points um but i don't there's there's plenty of shooters from that era that i think are just as terrible as far as stealing quarters for no enjoyment raiden 2 um I'd that game has a ton of enjoyment, sir. 
I would go play that game right now. Oh, I'm not saying there aren't better shooters. I'm saying that there are plenty of shooters from that same era that are terrible Gunsmoke. and that are just sure <laughs> that are just that are just quarter rapers. And I think this game, um, while I don't think that it's like. I, I certainly don't think it's top tier anything. Um, yeah, there are very few redeeming qualities about this game. Yeah, okay. I can I can understand, especially in that time period of arcade games. I can understand wanting. I can understand the appeal of once you figure out that it's not an adventure game, which is the biggest problem with this game. Is that it? The arcade version tricks you. It makes you think that it's going to be an adventure game where you're going to be playing through something for a goal and there's going to be bosses and there's going to be stuff to do. Once you realize, you know, and I'm sure that plenty of kids, $10 later, finally got to level 16 and realized that nothing's ever going to change in the game and they're never going to see a boss and it's just going to be, you're just playing for points. But once you realize that you're playing for points, I think this game is actually not that bad for that purpose. There, there is a merit to games that are simply score-based without any storyline. Pac-Man. Well, sure. I'm just, I mean, you know, like, when the entire purpose of the game is to get as many points as possible, that becomes sort of a replacement for a storyline, as long as you're willing to accept that. Yeah. I think there's so many more. Ga- there are so many other games that reward good, good skill over over Rygar in right? 1986. Yeah, because I. I mean, you have all the classic point based games. Fuck, yeah. I'd rather go play pinball. But I think you can oh, rally X. I think you can get skillful at this game. That's one of the reasons why I think the controls are important, right? Because the fact that it does have good controls and the the enemy patterns are predictable means that there is a skill element to it. It's not f- It's not just fucking you. I, um, there are points where an unskilled player like myself, ha- after burning through $25 worth of quarters, hits, you know, like stage 10, and there's so many enemies on screen that I'm going, what the fuck is going on? How this game is trying to fuck when, me. But when you die, do you start back at the beginning of the level, or is, does it... When you when you die once, how does it go? You just start, you start right where, back from where right you were. Right back where you were. Yeah. Okay. With no you, enemies on the screen. Yeah, it clears enemies. You start right back from where you died. When you die three times, if you continue, you'll still back start from no. You'll still start from the same point um, because it resets your points, right? So what's the what's the point? See, that's that's the thing. That's the other thing to to consider. That that's one bad piece of game design. Um, there is no goal in this game. It's all points, right? So, um, why would I ever continue to practice on later levels? Oh, that's a fair point. Yeah, I guess I guess that's true. But that's that's the only reason because yeah. if your if your points are resetting, it's not like you're going to catch up to what you would have done in the first. You yeah, know. but you'll get the experience of you know it's like so. Let's say you normally make it to level five. And then level six is coming up. Mm-hmm. If would you rather go into it blind every time, or would you rather have some idea what's yeah. going to happen? I mean, even other points-based games. Uh, I'm I'm going to compare this to R type, right? Uh-huh. About exact same time. Uh, even though it was incredibly hard quarter eating game, you still had progression because you're like, oh, I'm on level four. It's really fucking hard. It's a giant battleship, but it's a battleship. But yep. you could also get, and that's f- super awesome. Well, the thing, the 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 advantage that our type had also is that you could level things up in that game, where there was there was not just progression in your enemy difficulty. There was progression in your own ship and I mean, your ability to kill things. Whereas this game, 
that's that is something like there's nothing. There's no progression in the arcade version at all. That's oh, you just can one get a power up. Oh, I a, got a power up. A power up. I got a power up, and it happened for roughly point three milliseconds, and then yeah. I died. <laughs> I'm like, wow, that was great. The indestructible guy was still indestructible, and I died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is one thing that that I think the NES, as buggy as it was, the NES game improved on quite a bit was taking a game so it's and it's something that didn't happen a lot with the nes in the early days was taking an arcade game that was a points based points based situation and making it home console friendly by adding a, adding that um adventure element to it right where you, t- you took away the, the points and you threw bosses and extra stages and a level up progression and stuff into this game and went Okay, here's the reason why you play it at home, you know, because there's no reason to play it at home, the arcade version at home, which is why it's kind of aggravating that the arcade version is the only one that's available on VC, because... Seems like a poor decision to me. Yeah, there's no reason to play this game other than nostalgia. Um, In most arcade game cases, there's very very little reason to play a free play version of that game, Um, unless you are trying to... Like like if you own the cabinet like I do, right? Like I've got my Pac Man set to free play. That's fine. That that makes that makes sense to me anyway. Um, yeah, but I don't get that same enjoyment when I'm playing. Like when I download an arcade game and I just hit a button to put a quarter in, and I'm playing it on a TV. I don't care. I don't. And that's that exactly right there is like I don't care about this game. Yeah. So okay, I just don't give a shit. There like, are less redeeming qualities in this game to me than there were in Eight Eyes. Whoa, that's right. Okay, well, well, that is right. Wait, wait. Oh, let me let me elaborate. This game, I would not compare this game to AIDS. <laughs> that is giving the good name of AIDS <laughs> a bad name. I would compare this more to herpes. <laughs> This game is a bag of herpes because there's nothing really redeeming and it doesn't even kill you. Wow. That reminds... Oh, God. Okay, so um, (laughs) to go with the Eight Eyes thing for a minute, they did make improvements to the NES version. I mean, it's not great by any means, but it it has some aspects of exploration. It's got bosses. It's got an experience system where you level up. I mean, that's, you know, that solves a lot of the complaints you guys have. Yeah. There is a story. Uh It's not great, but it's a story. I mean, there's reason to play it. Yeah, is what you're saying. We, it, it's it's just so weird. I mean, that was the the way arcades worked essentially. Right. Um. You know, they were like not. I mean, the arcade is gone as we know it, but the arcade in the '80s was this sometimes well I frequently yeah it was it was frequently a dingy dark place that you know you your parents didn't want you to go to like i was i was uh, those kids i was hanging out uh, (laughs) i was a total arcade rat and you know like i'd be like fucking scrounging for quarters and like hanging out in arcades you know pushing Uh over old ladies uh i was giving your nickels there's no old ladies to be found (laughs) now you're now you're confusing arcade rats with uh with slot machine people at casinos (laughs) excuse me miss with the uh, the pink hair uh Wow! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, um, so one thing that's really interesting about the NES game is there's not really any enemy that is one type of enemy. They're like, okay, for this enemy, we're gonna take a bee, 
<laughs> a unicorn <laughs> and a dragon. And we're going to put them together. So the Beunicorn on. The Beunidragon? The Beunicorn on is going to be in this, this cave. Oh, my God. The, uh, the second second zone that you go to, I think, I, I don't know if I did the stuff in the right order. I don't know if there's more than one order, but I normally go to the forest. That's an, I'll say that's uh, that's an adv- another advantage of the NES version is that it was not linear. It was yeah. it was very Metroidy in that you could kind of you could kind of go around and do things in whatever order you want. You'd you'd get fucked for it unless you knew the exploits. But you know, so the cave stage. I think it looks like the inside of someone's throat, or what I imagine <laughs> a cross section of someone's throat to look like. I could say that about a lot of games, actually. That's fair. It's it's very similar to uh, the Contra, the final stage. Yeah, or Z- uh, everybody play uh, it's Zevius. It's a shooter. Yeah, it's oh, like God. I hate that game. Uh, wait, wait, is that the top one down of the har- one? It's one of the hardest. Zevius like, is the top down. It's one, not yes. the isometric one, right? Correct. No, that's Zaxxon. Zaxxon. Yeah. Uh, one's got an X. One's the, got a Z. <laughs> I love Z. I love Z. Very hard games, right? You got bombs and straight shots, and everything fucks you. I hate Zach. Yeah, I, I hate Zevius so much. I love Zaxxon. I hate Zaxxon is fun. It shouldn't be, but it's fun uh, anyway. Zevius yeah. is not the point here. The, uh, I might be thinking of like Abydos or something like where you're in like side of, inside of Rastan. Uh, <laughs> you're inside of like an alien the whole time. Oh yeah, yeah I know what you're talking about. I, can, uh, is that the level where you you go through the dinosaurs? Uh, I mean, like the first level is you're on like the ass of it, and then the, like this skeletal dog comes out of its asshole at the end of the first stage, and then you just go in the butt, and that's the rest <laughs> of the game. Zeus, what should we do to this rampaging monster? Give it the colostomy <laughs> of death. <laughs> Give it the fist. Inner space. Give it the the fist pump of death. Yeah. Woo! I uh um I I, I remember when I was a kid liking the arcade or the nes version of this game quite a bit uh i i played a lot of it on rentals i it was diverse enough that i could always you know i I don't think i ever beat it because i rarely beat games when i was a kid uh but that was the idea right (laughs) yeah um that's how you add, you offer additional content to people you make it so it's impossible to beat yeah it's endless well and i couldn't uh I never <laughs> over infinite hours <laughs> I mean, of gameplay. Seriously, it'll take you forever to beat this game. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I mean, this infinite value forever. Man, I like it when people are like, yeah, I saw the end of Pac-Man. It was amazing. Yeah. yeah. I rarely ever beat games when I was a kid because I spent most of my time renting them, right? I never, I just didn't, I wasn't buying stuff, so I never had it around long enough to be able to, to beat it. Um, but... Uh, Get I, close though. When you when you rented games back back in those oh, yeah. days, you're like, oh, I get farther this time. No, but it's got to go back to the video store. It depended on the I'm, game. I'm yeah. thinking of so I was probably in sixth grade, and there was a video rental place back in the late Cretaceous, two, two miles from my mom's house that I would walk to, and they would rent out Turbo Graphics games. Uh-huh. Were they also a hundred dollars for rental? Six, <laughs> sixth grade, Andy thought it was a brilliant idea to rent uh, Yeast. Oh, oh I was going to suggest that game I had for us. no idea what was going on at that point. <laughs> I'm just like, why does everything keep killing me? Okay, well, I'll take this back. Dungeon Explorer, that's got to be a bit. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Hey, if we do East, I've got a Turbo Express. I can play it on there. Yeah. I remember when you bought that from Portland, I'm like, that seems like it's yeah. such an awesome idea, but Splatterhouse is so terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bad. 
Uh, speaking of, yeah, that's great controls. I want to get that game, Splatterhouse. Take it up a notch. Yeah. What the hell? Nomads. Nomads. Baby uh, <laughs> Nomad, baby. It's a portable Genesis. It's amazing. Right. Yeah. Portable Genesis with with the same battery life. Oh wait, Genesis <laughs> doesn't have batteries. <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking of the Game Gear. Yeah, the same same thing. No, no, no. That's like 8D batteries. (laughs) It's got batteries, and then they run out. Battery battery (laughs) life of exactly 36 seconds. You're like, how much does 8D batteries cost? Well, it's like, at the time, it was like 12 bucks, and you're like, this lasts 30 minutes. (laughs) Let's do the math on this. How much does it cost? (laughs) Boom. <laughs> How much does it cost for me to play this game for an hour? It cost me $24 to play this game an hour. So, I'm just going <laughs> to... So, what happened when you played? <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah, you're like, wow, I don't want to play this. Aww. You're like, S- Sonic the Hedgehog, <laughs> this plucky little fuck is awesome. Pew, 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 pew. Ah, oh, fuck, it's out of energy. <laughs> I, I really thought you were going to go, pew, 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 And then you sit. I got three jumps this time. God, and then you sit tethered to a wall for the rest of eternity. <laughs> you're like, wait a fucking minute. <laughs> I'm sitting there, I'm like, yeah. I do that's not that. have a portable system. That's, that's I have a Johnny. smaller Genesis with a <laughs> tiny fucking screen. That is all I got. So you, you go on any road trip with a friend of yours, and he's got like a Game Boy, and you've got a Game Gear. You're like, yeah, you little see, check this out. Mine's in color. You little shit. Three minutes later, he's still playing happily, and you're like, Aww. yeah. But then ten minutes later, he goes fucking blind. <laughs> <laughs> well, then why did I bring I the virtual know. boy in the car with me? <laughs> I was going to say that the, the, the Game Gear would make a good bludgeoning instrument, but the Game Boy Brick could probably stay together longer so you could fatally beat someone as a result. Yeah. Wow, that was a big tangent. Let's yeah, go back to I like I like that tangent. Ligal. Well, okay. So good. I mean... So oh, doors. 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 We're going to talk about doors. Oh, my God. Oh, doors. So doors. Oh, the doors. One, <laughs> one thing that I noticed this time through, and it was the strangest quirk ever, is... Uh, the NES version is completely incapable of having more than one door can't, on a screen. Can't render more at than multiple any doors. Time. So, are it, the doors special? No. Are they like ornate? No. They do look, they open? Do they have special sounds? It's a black, gaping void. It's a, an <laughs> anus in your screen. <laughs> it really is. Can you have two anai on st- the screen? <laughs> 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 any more than that? Is it a murder of anus? <laughs> A gaggle of anus. Oh. Is that? <laughs> <laughs> why, why so why run 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 gaggle of anus? So you, that so heard, okay her okay. phallus is so, after you. <laughs> so I don't understand. They're like, well, we have this ethical code of conduct where we can't have more than one rectangular anus on the screen at one time. <laughs> Tell me why that is. <laughs> Tell me. But it's most prevalent. Like and I don't know why I didn't realize this as a Does kid. Slow down. Whenever you go into a boss fight, the door is on the left or the top down. It's different, but any like side scrolling one, the door is on the left. The second you beat the boss, that door vanishes and a door appears on the right at the same time. Why? Well, what? the arcade version. That's because you're humping a pot on one side it's and a spiky <laughs> pot. It's a spiky pot. And uh, we, what the fuck is that? 
Does it's anybody big, know what no, that is? I have no idea. Uh, it's an urn. It's an urn. It's, it's a giant spiky urn. It's an urn filled with urine. <laughs> uh, so I wonder what the, the game was like in development when they found that out. They're like, so we have this thing where the game can't operate with two black rectangles on the screen. What do you do? They're like, eh, make one ship disappear. it. <laughs> well, it's not like they had a hell of a lot of game testing back in the day. I'm sure their game testing was like three people they gave Slurpees to on like you know people Friday. Why are right? we playing Seriously? Contra? <laughs> Wait a minute, why did I die here? Yeah. Uh, feature. Uh, yeah. uh, wait, because you wait. were getting too good at the game. I do Fuck believe off, kid. Microsoft calls it uh, undocumented feature. <laughs> yeah, that's what the bugs are called. Yeah, in their world. No, I, I shit you not. Don't look at me like that. That's really what they do. There's a lot of places that can that call feature. it that. So, yeah. memory uh, leak, no problem. I think uh, feature. I think the arcade version of this game. <laughs> it could be a fun trip down nostalgia lane. If you find it in an arcade, you find a stand-up, and you want to plunk a buck into it and get 15 feet, right? <laughs> and that's about as much as you'll ever get out of the arcade game. I do not think... I do not think... <laughs> it's, it's about as far as you can throw the quarter. <laughs> I do not think... I don't think it's worth buying on VC. It's six bucks on I, VC. I want my money back. It's six bucks I immediately on... wanted my money back. Now, to be fair, you definitely can get farther on the VC version for six bucks than you ever could on six bucks on the stand-up. I can't throw six um, bucks very far. So. <laughs> um, but I don't... I, it's abs- The arcade version is absolutely not worth buying. It, it, it's, um, it's not even... There's so much better stuff out there that it's not even worth it for the nostalgia. Then if you want the nostalgia of playing the arcade version of this game, go go find it in an arcade if you can and try and play it there because that's the only way that it's going to work. But Absolutely. finding a stand-up of it's almost impossible. Um, the NES version, I, I did not replay it, so I can't compare it to my nostalgia, but I would imagine now that I own it, um, if I popped it in, I would probably have fun with it for a little while. Right, Andy? Uh, I don't know if I'd go that far. I mean, fun is a very, very strong word. <laughs> fun, I mean, fun. You might enjoy some of the elements of the game, but <laughs> please overall, word this very carefully, Andy. You'd be better off playing Castlevania. I mean, well, that's it's, it's more linear, but it's also much better in a lot of ways. It doesn't have any of the confusion. It doesn't have the grossly, like oversized gurus who make no sense half the time <laughs> and are hidden throughout the world sometimes in completely useless well, locations. That's, wait, wait a minute. We're talking about which Castlevania are we talking about? Because if we're talking about Castlevania 2... Where everyone lies to you. Then, yeah, you've got a village full of liars Listen, and just as much confusion as this game had. They're preparing young people for the truths of real life. <laughs> Everybody lies to you. And you have no idea where you're going. Fuck. Oh, yeah. well, now we have Google Maps. <laughs> you're like... F- you mean tornado and a what? <laughs> God can't. God, I'm going to downright them on Yelp. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, I, I guess what we're saying is that don't bother. No, like I, I mean, because why the, is this to, considered to fair, a the, classic? The NES. Well, no. To be fair, in 1987 when it came out, um, 86, 87 on NES, oh. 86 in arcade. Um. When it came out in '87, there was there were other games clearly that were that were better. Rolling but, Thunder, 
But there were oh, yeah. there were plenty of games that there were plenty of games worse than this one by a long Absolutely. shot. So you have to think about that in the in context. If you're if you're if you've got a one to ten scale, you know Super Mario Brothers. I guess only one, no two would have been out by eighty six, right? No, okay. So, it Super, so it was Super Mario Brothers slash Mega Man Two being at the top end of the scale and fucking garbage Eight Eyes or something being at the bottom end of the scale. No garbage <coughs> Eight Eyes no. is like Eight Eyes maybe a two or a three on the scale of ten at this at this year at eighty seven uh, at no, 87, Eight Eyes is eighty nine. Okay, that's why it's so bad. So, and that's that's <laughs> what I mean. Like, like you look at the games that came out in '87, and I think that this game ranked probably a solid six point five or a seven. Super Mario Bros. Two is eighty-eight. Okay, it, it, amongst its brethren, it it wasn't. It was above average. It had the one thing that it had going for it was a shitload of content. Like there was a lot of levels. There was a lot of exploration. There was a level up mechanic you could get new attacks you could get new abilities um yes it was buggy as fuck but i don't think that it was i don't i I think that it has lessened uh over the years like it probably according to andy here probably doesn't hold up to nostalgia as well um and it certainly doesn't hold up to the shit that has come after it but like when i got this game when i rented this game when i was a kid I all I could think to myself was, um, "Fuck! I'm never going to finish all the shit in this game in the time I have it rented, and that's awesome." I had a shitload of stuff to do, and you know the control mechanics were passable. They weren't they weren't terrible. They weren't perfect, but they were they were pretty good. So I mean, for 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 a at the time a nine year old kid looking at this game, I I liked it a lot as a kid. I don't I mean. So what we're saying is the arcade version is garbage. not worth it. Garbage. Hot Even up. at the time in the arcade. Yeah, like, I think I think so. I uh I don't remember ever playing the arcade version back I, in the day. Yeah. Uh, but I th- I'm pretty sure there was other shit that I would have played. I mean there's played there's in so many other games that you could play in eighty seven, like Yeah. Um God Fuck it, Arkanoid. Pick, pick anything. Arkanoid yeah, was Arkanoid, out by then. Like, and I would have played Arkanoid all goddamn day. Yeah. Dig Dug. Yeah, like Fuck there's yeah, tons Dug. of awesome games. So Rally X, Dig Dug, Arkanoid, yeah, um, all kinds Mappy. of shit. Lots of good stuff. Yeah. Super Mario, Double Super Dragon, Mario Brothers, Double Dragon was wasn't it eighty eight? Old as shit. It's pretty. It's the pretty arcade old. version is pretty old. It's pretty. Oh, old. okay. Yeah. Sorry. That's what we're talking about. Playing stuff in arcades. No, no, yeah, like, like, I, no, like, like what would you play? Uh, I'm so I'm sort of in the background of my head processing. I'm like, would I recommend this game for the NES or not? Because I'm still undecided. Well, that's the thing. It's hard to find. So really? I mean, it wasn't that hard for uh, me to find. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, if you have an NES, right? It's less accessible. I should say that way. Maybe. Okay. It's less accessible because of the the hardware. Yeah. But. Like, if you have an NES and you want to go buy a cartridge, it's actually not that hard if you have access to a classic gaming store of any kind in your city, which is not sure. Like, Seattle's an anomaly. We've got, like, fucking 12 classic gaming stores that are all pretty decent around here. I went to one of the shittier classic gaming stores, and there were three copies on the shelf for seven bucks. Because no one wants it. This is like when I was like, oh, my God, Ada is in the box. It's ten dollars. That's phenomenal. It's got the oh, it's got everything. This is such a good. No, it was a terrible deal. Yeah, but this I don't think this is a terrible deal, right? That's no. like, and that's what I gotta say. For seven bucks, 
if you're into classic games and and better, it's, th- it's better than Eight Eyes. It's not as good as Castlevania. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I think that's that's pretty sure. fair. Arcade version is shit, though. <laughs> know what Don't, you're getting into. Yes, know what you're getting into. Know that it's gonna be it's gonna be bugger buggier than a fucking Bethesda game. Don't uh, don't you know? Don't expect polish. Yeah, I mean that's that was bad. back in the day when they didn't have QA or at least didn't. Oh my god, Ninja make was the excuse this. that they had QA or something like that. Yeah, I think you're right. Bionic Commando. Bionic Commando was '89. Yeah, yeah. Bionic Commando was later. So. I don't know what you're talking about. Rectangular space anus. Ain't I? Oh, ain't I? That's that's <laughs> yeah. Oh, a gaggle okay. of cocks is attacking the wild pack of ain't I. <laughs> rectangular black thing on the screen okay um <laughs> there is <laughs> with our lead-in uh there th- there is very little relevant gaming <laughs> industry news that's that uh affects our listeners uh i i would like to mention the fact that closure is out on <laughs> psn right now and it's that's an awesome indie game that that i saw at uh pax last year uh that i think everybody should buy was that um, the sci-fi one uh, not Jamestown, no. but the like the personality thing. No, no, no. It was like a it's it's like a two D platformer kind of that's all in like stark black and white and silhouette stuff. I it's don't like, remember oh. that. That pisses me off because I spent so much time there. Uh, yeah, it was, it was a very good game, and I'm glad uh, it was the winner, as it says in this article, winner of the 2012 Indie Game Challenge at Dice. It was also. Uh, I believe it was. I don't believe it was part of the PAX Ten. I think it was just in the indie game room at PAX. Um, but good game. Go buy it. It's awesome. Uh, Andy brought up uh, that they closed down Zipper Interactive. Sony's to close down the the developer of all the SOCOM slash MAG game. Yeah, uh, which is kind of kind of raunchy because I actually know uh, a couple of people that work there um, in this area. So uh, it's kind of kind of sucks whenever a developer like that gets closed down but what, what was you were saying okay so the biggest like, problem that happened was that mag was their next big title and it you know relied heavily on the multiplayer and it got released two days before the sony network got hacked Ugh, just, yeah that's pretty awful yeah yeah eh. so anyway uh off of the depressing news let's uh let's re-hit our our shilling we're gonna be at emerald city comic-con this weekend uh i'm, I'm gonna hoping... be like a drunken fucking muppet yeah uh that'll be awesome at our booth by the way yeah. that's gonna be spectacular um hopefully uh hopefully you, if you're in the seattle area you can come by emerald city comic-con say hi uh we'll have a big old geekerific banner up behind us uh we'll be shilling for the trade secrets podcast all weekend um Go see Micatron's booth. Uh, we are the Geekerific booth is going to be J O four. We are going to be in the back of the hall uh, as in part of the uh, indie area. Micatron's going to be an artist's alley in table what? E zero nine. E zero nine. You can buy prints. Uh, ignore the dude who's going to be in uh, right next to Micatron in favor of Micatron. Oh, he's awesome. Uh, Don't ignore him, but buy stuff for me instead. <laughs> uh, see the other guy. Uh, already has plenty of paying gigs for his art so oh, micatron should definitely be the one that you're buying artwork from if you at see the convention Micatron, he looks like he needs food yeah absolutely 
and his glasses look like they are trying to signal people for food. Bat signal. <laughs> food signal. It's like you've taken a Luke Skywalker's lightsaber blade and conformed it to the shape of glasses and slapped it on your face. For fuck's sake, give me a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> So come check us out at Emerald City Comic Con this weekend. Uh, like I said, hopefully this is posted in time for you to actually uh, understand what that means. Um, the next episode, we are going to do Kid Icarus. Uh, I did not realize that we hadn't done Kid Icarus for this show yet. Uh, awesome so, shit is awesome. Well, it has its merits. It does. And it's. Uh, I remember thinking the last time I played it, now this was three years ago, four years ago, I remember thinking it actually wasn't as hard as people think it is but maybe uh, we'll find out we'll find out when i actually play it it's got yeah so it's got some meat to it spice some, yeah a little some bit of spice some spice fuck some the bit. grim reapers <laughs> little bit cayenne i've heard that word before except i was like six. cayenne not okay. not cayenne fuck the reaper <laughs> reapers right uh, okay. uh, anyway Check out our other show, Trade Secrets. That's the one that we're going to be shilling at the at the Emerald City Comic Con. It's our comic book based podcast. Andy's on that with me and uh, and Micatron's girlfriend Ann Bean and uh, Joel Simon. Micatron has been on the show a couple of times. We'll, I'm sure we'll probably be on it again at some point. Um, Yeah, yeah, I'm not gay. I date people (laughs) that are not men. As you say, you saying I'm not gay. I date people. Doesn't really. They're, they're not, there's no correlation between the two. I'd date you if you had a vagina, and I'm not even sure that you don't. <laughs> rate, rate us on iTunes? I'm slap you with my cock. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Ooh, not Disbelieve. Here. not here. <laughs> uh, rate us on iTunes. It helps us get more listeners. It helps I uh, get us promotional stuff on iTunes. <laughs> more, so quality more quality content. You don't have <laughs> the balls. <laughs> I'm going to slap you with my cock. Please upvote us. <laughs> Review us on Zoom. Go to social.zoom.net and write a review for us. Uh, We're available on Stitcher Radio if you want to listen to us there. Uh, You can follow us on Twitter. The main show feed is at AfterTheFactPod. I am at GeekElite. Andy is at Mathtastrophe. Micatron is at MRAtron, Mr. Atron. Uh, you can like our Facebook page, facebook.com slash after the fact podcast. Friend us on XBLA, PSN, and Steam. Uh, Micatron would be Steam and uh, Blizzard? Yeah, like Blizzard. Blizzard. That's my, I don't even know how the real IDs work anymore. But yeah. yeah. Uh, I've gotten some friends on uh, PSN via my Vita that I haven't touched for two weeks. Uh, so thank you for friending me, even though I'm probably never going to play a multiplayer game with you. Also, if there's a listener out there called Volrat, can you just let me know on Twitter? Because I'm not sure if you're a robot or a person. <laughs> you got all your shit protected. I'm like, uh, do I block this guy? or do He's a real person. He's a nice guy. Yeah, probably. Um, hi, Volrat. Hi. Hi, hi. Volrat. I see you on Steam. Um, oh, wait a minute. There was one thing that I wanted to talk about because we had some questions from William Leonard. Oh. Uh, William Leonard uh, wrote us some very important questions. Uh, the first one being um, Assassin's Creed 3. It sounded pretty cool, right? I, I could not care less about Assassin's Creed 3. One of my ancestors in the future will come back and be like, wow, this guy played a really boring game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not uh sorry, you're you're barking up the wrong tree with us, I think. I don't think any of us give a shit about Assassin's Creed. It. I liked the first one. I mean the gameplay I, was meh at most, but I liked the concept and then I think they drove it into the ground. Yeah. Annualizing it just fucked it. 
Uh, let's see. He says, I 100%ed Arkham Asylum in one night. What have you done? Not that. Uh, I am actually, I, I don't know, I have sex. I, I was going to say, <laughs> I have. I had sex with a lady. I got a platinum <laughs> in Dark Souls. Ooh. Ooh. I think Mikatron and I win. So, yeah. Uh, let's see. I listen to dubstep. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I fucking um, hate dubstep. <laughs> so, the Aborigines the, doing dubstep since <laughs> 1700. <laughs> uh, and this one's for, for you, uh, for you, and I'll, I'll get it out to the listeners as well, Andy. He says that regarding the London Guinness... He says, it might uh, it might have been brewed in Dublin, though I doubt it, but even if it was, it wasn't poured properly and left to settle. It's ruined. Even a badly poured pint here is pretty nasty. So, I, I'm kind of a Nazi when it comes to letting my Guinness settle. Oh, so. Well, and not to mention the fact that I don't let... I don't... Um, the inability for most Seattle bars to properly pour a beer is astounding. just fucking astounding. Unless you go to an actual brewery like brew pub like if you go to black raven they know how to pour their own fucking beers if you go to like even like red hook or or uh pyramid they know how to pour their beers but man you go to a fucking bar in this place and they 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 just pour it until it overflows with fucking head and then it just oh god it's so aggravating when they pour a beer and you get it and it's already flat and i'm rambling so you guys are stuff stopped listening to me a long time ago <laughs> what i, lo- I love head. Mm-hmm. i love head yeah, I do too, just not for my beer. So if you want to be a part of the show, you can email us at afterthefact at geekerific.com or you can hit us up on Facebook or like uh, William Leonard did or you can uh, hit us up on Twitter at any one of our Twitters. I'm sure we will, uh, if you if you point out that you want to uh, want us to read something on the show, we will. Thank you, Micatron. You're welcome. Thank you, Andy. Sure. This has been episode 54, Rygar. I am Luke and we're out. I don't think you were actually even making noise into the mic. I was trying to distort it a little bit. Yeah, okay. make, you make, were just blocking make, it all as well. Make, make that drop dirtier. <laughs> it's going to be like at the, the grocery store when I trip. They I drop was, my bass and beats. I was way more filthy than you. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>